Ben, is that coffee cake? Yeah. Do you want a slice? On with the show then. Welcome everybody to the West Street Podcast, discussing whatever we watched this week. Well, actually, in the case tonight, it was we watched the film tonight. <laughs> Two hours ago. Um, I'm your host, Matt Taylor, and I'm joined by... The other guy in the room, Ben McMullen. Classic, who's just pulled out a coffee cake, which... Um, Delicious coffee cake. I'll describe it as kind of cake that's sold in uh, National Trust cafes. And I so. think that's actually, that's just a ringing endorsement of yeah. the coffee cake. So, we're all good. What a coffee cake. Yeah, <laughs> Can we just address the elephant in the room here? I mean, you are you looking at you figuratively because <laughs> you're wearing all grey. Yeah. Ben has about five layers on, and I'm he had very chilly this afternoon. He looks like Gary Oldman in the dark. Yeah, hour. I'm wearing like a, fat a suit. I'm wearing a gilet underneath uh, an XXL. Oh, jumper I, did, I didn't register the yeah. gilet. So the gilet's on underneath oh. the XXL jumper, which is what is puffing out my stomach. I like Gary Oldman in the darkest hour. It's got an Oscar nomination there. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why, why am I so why cold? Why are you so cold, Ben? Why? Well, there's this little thing called the Beast from the East, which is um, it's tearing shit up. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah, because it's March and it's snowing. It's so cold. It's so so cold here. Yeah. And yeah. If you're one of our mysterious international viewers, mm. if you haven't heard about it, there's uh, been a cold front seeping through. Sweeping through? The south, sweeping yeah, through. seeping, yeah, the south of England. From, yeah, coming, well, just coming through Europe, really, but apparently mm. it's come off, like, Siberia and Russia, oh. and it now means that it's, like, it's minus three centigrade in, like, the middle of England, where we are at the moment, <laughs> whereas, like, it's, like, six in Greenland. Minus six? No, six. plus six. What the hell? Because they, yeah, they get hit by this, like... Greenland's, like, near the Arctic Circle, isn't it? yeah. Wow. It's in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. Like, in the Arctic, it's warmer than it is here. Quite a lot. It feels it's like temperatures like minus 13. Yeah, it's been... We've got 40 mile an hour winds coming tomorrow. For a couple of hours. Well, as usual, then, um, <laughs> bins will be blown into the road. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. You know it's a bad storm. <laughs> in the States. Oh, God. <laughs> that, is the, that is the English equivalent of a bad storm, is when the bins make it into the road. I hope the trains run in, to be honest, because... Oh god, yeah, you were supposed to be going home. Yeah, I was flying in um in Storm Doris and the oh. plane tried to land at Stansted twice, pulled up because you just felt the plane yeah. like teeting like thirty degrees one way or another. And then we had to we circled and I just thought, what if I'm what if I never come down? What if you run out of fuel and it's awful? And then um, we landed in Birmingham before getting the coach back to Stansted to drive back to Leicester. Yeah. I remember that day. <sighs> Then we played a game of darts. It was a good night. Um, yeah, there's weird. I was watching. I saw on the news like East Midlands Airport is closed. Really? As well. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think like tomorrow, not drivable. Anyway. Yeah, unless because, maybe the main because it's, because anywhere that's melted, anywhere that's been driven, mm. it's all freezing now. Mm. So it's gonna be super icy tomorrow. Like today, you could kind of get around. You just have to drive really, really slowly. Yeah, because it's snow. Because it's oh, slushy it's... snow. Yeah, but it's all frozen overnight now, so I reckon that's it's gonna be a thing. Uh, it's not been pleasant. We're not really equipped for this. And March though. As yeah. Well. Like it's spring now. Schools are closed. That, that's, yeah. that's the big thing for me. I'm surprised the uni hasn't. Well, I mean, I guess not. Basically closed anyway. That's with us seven hours a week in the strikes. But, um, I mean, it snowed more before Christmas, didn't it? Or was it after? Yeah, before Christmas, that last weekend before Christmas. Yes. And it snowed, properly snowed. When we went down the park and made it snow. Oh, yeah, and then Elvid kicked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a good day. It was a picture of a snowman with a tie. That's what... Um, 
Mai Tai. <laughs> That's where the McKee get some banter comments from. Yeah. Yeah, classic. Um, yeah. So it's pretty cold in summary. I've seen um, pictures of the <laughs> the Edinburgh Zoo penguins. Absolutely loving it. <laughs> they're they're in their element, and someone just pointed out. Yeah, that's their natural environment. Yeah. So they just like, put fuck zoos. <laughs> we, we really shouldn't be that happy to see no, some animals in their natural for environment. For once, yeah, just enjoying a yeah. freak weather show that makes that puts them in, in their actual, yeah. you know, the, the proper ecosystem they should be in. But, oh, well. Although you can get penguins that like the warm. Yeah. but yeah, There's a penguin colony in South Africa. Yeah, there are actually. The there are tro- there's like tropical penguins. It's like 25 penguins, degrees yeah. in South Africa mm. at the moment. Yeah, there's water ball, there's more water-based ones, because I've been mm. in Boston uh, Aquarium, there's some really cool penguins in there. Ooh, look at you, knowing oh, things. Yeah. Wow, the you are. I have been to over 10 countries. Actually, that's actually a boat, it was meant to be a joke boat, but that's kind of a boat, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, oh, I've been annoyed by something today. Um, it was a comedian taking offence at an advert. Who was the one that took offence? It was Sophie Hagen. Sophie Hagen. I don't know. She's got 30,000 followers on Twitter, so she's... Oh, start explaining it. Um, yeah, so the advert is... It's a cancer research ad that basically spells out obesity and takes out, what, three of the letters. And yeah. that's all the advert is. It's, it's seven letters, and it forms a word. And, it, and then under, underneath it said, is the second leading cause of cancer, or something like that. Which is backed up by stats, and um, people have taken it as fat shaming. Yeah. When it is a very impersonal, it's a very impersonal ad. It doesn't have any images or present an image of, you know, the ideal shape of someone. It's literally saying, if your body is at that like extreme point of obesity, then you are at a higher yeah. risk of cancer. Which is their duty it's literally their job to tell us what, yeah, what how to avoid getting cancer because yeah the... being like it's sophie hagen by the way oh is it mm. h-a-g-e-n yeah that could be hagen yeah fair no, all right fair mm. um in the nicest way possible she looks like the kind of person that would be offended by that mm. advert mm. if you try to picture her in your mind's eye yeah, the thing is, in this kind of like, yeah, people are calling it hyper-insensitive culture, people not tend to side with the person who is offended, like, because they usually have a point, but in this one, no one's siding with it because yeah. they literally don't have a point. Normally, it's a grey area. I think, with yeah. the coolest monk in the jungle, it's a grey area. You've got yeah. people on the side, you've got the people in the middle who think, you know, who can be balanced about it, but yeah. this one is just... Well, I think, I think the argument goes, like, if if it was no one will ever like you because you're ugly, you fat shit. If that was the yeah, advert, or if fat, or if it's just yeah. like fat people, fat people are at higher risk of cancer. Yeah. Because fat is more of an image issue. Yeah. Obesity is a fact. I know BMI's less proven now because Quinn's obese technically because yeah, muscle like, weighs more like than fat. It still works. Yeah, it Everyone, works as a concert. The thing is, is the people that say like, oh, BMI is not a good idea are the people that usually actually still need to listen to their BMI. Yeah. They'll use it as an excuse of like, there's everyone who, people who are seriousness, serious enough about their like health. Yeah. Will do a BMI test and if it comes out wrong, yeah, they know why. Yeah. And they'll they'll know they'll be able to scrutinise it in the right yeah. way because say someone's obese because their muscle density is incredible for yeah. their height. They know that. 
doesn't so mean they're problem. unhealthy. It's but just an indicator. Yeah. It's body mass indicator. No, it's index. It's one of those things of just, I think, this is one of those things where it's, it's a literally, it's a public service announcement saying yeah. we now have scientific proof that being obese puts you at a higher risk of cancer. these cancers. Like there, there is. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing. There's no backlash. To and that. people are saying cor- it's a correlation, not a causation. It's, they it's wouldn't run an advert unless they were sure. Yeah. As, like. Also, it's a pretty basic thing. Like, I knew that. It's pretty yeah. obvious that if you're in, if you like, if you're not overweight, but if you're unhealthily, yeah, you know, large, or you've got excess fat, or your body's just, yeah, then you you're more you're more at risk of heart disease and cancer and all that kind of thing because I don't know. It's just. That's just the rule, the basic yeah. rules of health. But I think I think the thing is, is maybe is that cancer, it was cancer research UK that ran the advert. Yeah. So um, the top yeah, expert like, on. I think in the they, field they're running that advert because they have like conclusive proof mm. that they are like they feel that the public has to know. Yeah. And people are saying, "Oh, I have to walk past this sign." And it offends them. Waddle, if you're one of the Brilliant. people that's offended by it. Let's be honest. <laughs> you, you know, you're not in the middle here, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. Like, But I feel like, uh, if we're going to be honest here as well, though, who are the people that are getting offended by it? Yeah. They're the people that are getting offended because There's no one who they're be, they feel attacked by the advert. Because of, yeah, because, because they're on the larger and that, and side. That's, of but things. that's also a different issue about, like, you know, the media... And their portrayal of the you know the ideal body shape, yeah. which yeah that is an issue in itself, but this is not the issue at all, is it? No, this is not someone fat shaming, or this is not an, a company fat shaming to sell anything. Yeah, no. they're they're trying to save lives. Yeah, don't exactly. make an issue out of it. You know what Sophie Hagen put? She tweeted um, all these dim-witted comments. One thing, cancer research replied to you, and actual doctors were in the comments. Yeah. Uh, Dim Witter replies, um, I'm getting paid to write 80,000 words on why you are wrong. <laughs> and I just looked at that and I was like, I'm sure you're a great comedian, but that is just so bitter. Yeah. And just so narrow-minded, like... Well, so if that's the only response you have, then... Yeah, then you're, you're clearly Perhaps not... your argument isn't so good. No. No, definitely not. I shouldn't even think about it. Like, that is in so many ways just conceding defeat yeah. like, if, if you have to resort to just kind of name calling dim witted yeah, yeah Ooh, um, I'm, I'm getting you're dumb and I've got a job yeah is her response to so they're people being like perhaps that's not the best way to confront and pe- people aren't people are paying her the book company are not paying her because she's right they're paying her because she's a comedian she's with a following who will yeah. sell them books and that's it so yeah you're wrong <laughs> It was the same, it's the same thing as I was having this conversation with Joe yesterday about um, Nigel Farage was on Question Time. Oh, what did he say? Um, well, I didn't see. I didn't see. I didn't watch it. Joe was like, "Can we watch it?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> no, I think it was tonight. I think it was tonight. Mm. Actually. Um, but he's like, "Why? Why is Nigel Farage still on Question Time?" Because he's not. An he's MP. like, because yeah, he's not an MP. He's an MEP still. Yeah. But like, but he's the, the ex leader of a failed party, right? And mm. they don't have Gordon Brown on. They don't have uh, Ed Tony Miliband Blair. On. They don't have Ed Miliband. They don't have. David Cameron on because that's just not what you do but why is he on because I saw the question time line up and he was the last he was if you're reading left if you're reading left to right no Owen Jones wasn't on there yeah but if you're reading left to right Nigel Farage was the last name listed yeah so you're reading and I was reading left to right and I was like not really interested not really interested like going through them and I was like ah 
I mean, I don't like watching question time anyway because I feel like it just devolves into a load of people shouting at each, each other. other. Yeah. But then you get to Nigel Farage, especially go, in a non-election year. That's going to be controversial. Yeah. So I'm put Joey Barton on question yes. time. Yeah, exactly. You knew what was going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's that thing of like like this Sophie Hagen bargain yeah. person. Yeah. They're going to sell books. Mm. They're going to sell. They're going to sell views. They're going to sell yeah. merchandise. Whatever. Like, yeah, going back to the selling point as well. People are saying, yeah, um, basically they they're saying, oh, the science, the 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 people on the side of the fat shame in community. I've said that yeah. wrong, but people on that side of the argument are claiming that, oh, it's not the scientists who have written this advert, so therefore it keeps wrong. As if, as if, as if, like the, 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 as if the marketing, marketing team, cancer team. research, don't have access yeah. to the no, scientific They'd have detail, run that like data. And everyone high up in cancer research will be qualified. Will be. In, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, how do you get that job? It's not yeah. some corrupt like syndicate or company yeah. or nation... <laughs> Like it, it probably has. It's the Wakanda of charity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a utopia of charity. I mean, that's probably wrong. It could easily be corrupt. Yeah. I actually have in the back of my head that cancer research is one of the better ones. Mm. Like I think they spend less on marketing and re- Like because you get some, you get some. You don't get charities. Yeah. You you get some charities and they spend more of their money on like advertising than they do on yeah. anything else. Which is just. Yeah, which is really weird. But I think cancer research will. It seems really counterproductive, really. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, we uh, a bit more news. The um, yeah. just continuation from last week. The the gun stuff still going on in America, yeah. and they passed a law in Oregon. I think um, banning anyone with a domestic violence abuse, yep. um, a criminal record of domestic violence from buying a gun. Does that ban them or something? Or yeah, bans them from being able to buy and own guns if you've got a domestic violence conviction. Which is yeah, um, positive, a progressive change. Yeah, in a way, like it's a step in the right direction, isn't it? It's not stricter gun control necessarily, is it? Like, well, yeah, it no. is, but it's not. You know, how how many people are actually? It is technically gun control, but it's yeah. it's something, isn't it? As well, I saw Richard Iorni just said, "What is the worst case scenario of gun control?" Yeah. What's what? I mean, obviously, other than the NRA, you know, not being able to put money in the pockets of politicians, you know, the politicians lose that. But other than that, there's no, there's no downside. There's no like, no. there's no side effects, no. are there? There was a thing of, um, did you see, this week in, I don't think it was Florida, but a teacher in a school. Yeah, help people at gunpoint. Yeah, it was it in Dakota? Maybe. If I think, oh, I don't but know. that's sort of steps all over the. Teacher oh, having teachers gun thing. I give teachers guns, which to which someone replied. So one of the people again, it was one of those things where it was in a high school, so it's social media savvy yeah. students. And one of the students was like, they tweeted, they were like, I've just had one of my teachers like shoot at me and my classmates. Don't tell me that arming teachers is a solution. Yeah. Or like, I dare you to tell me that arming teachers is a solution. And someone replied with. Oh, well, if other teachers had guns and you wouldn't have had this issue. And it's like, oh my God, are you so set on this idea? Are you so utterly convinced that more weapons are the way forward in schools? Like, <laughs> there's so many analogies for it as well. There's the shark one, which is basically, if you haven't heard it, um, Australia has a shark infestation. Yeah. And a, and a record amount of shark attacks. So, um, what they increase. They put, the they put nets out. 
around bathing beaches, areas yeah. to prevent sharks from getting into shallow areas where people and, swim. And America, give America. everyone a shark. Yeah, exactly, exactly it. <laughs> the same analogy applies to the teacher one. If there's a drug problem at the school, it's yeah. giving a teacher two grams of cocaine, <laughs> two hundred grams of cocaine. <laughs> exactly. And um, it's just interestingly though, do you uh well I'll say I've got two points. There's one that's incredibly relevant to today. Yeah. Uh shall give you that one. Okay. Um so but first I'll say so in the US though, what's interesting is if you're in the US military and you're convicted of domestic violence, you aren't allowed to have a firearm. And you're not allowed to like take one home. Okay. You're still allowed to like have one on the ranges and stuff. Yeah. But in the military in the US you can like apply for like to firearm like a, a handgun See, or something that's to take the home or something like that. And you don't get that if you've got a domestic violence charge. That that's the kind of compromise as well that might actually get somewhere in America. Being yeah, able to use it at firing right? ranges. Yeah. As well. Like that that seems the best way because they still get their uh, you know, their right to bear arms in yeah. in protected places. Yeah, but it's also I think I think you give up your right to bear arms when you prove that you're not able to do it. Because the first lines of it as are as part of a well-regulated militia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first, as part of a well-regulated militia, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed with. Is that actually what the second Yeah, so, or something very similar along those lines. Oh, like, yeah, but everyone conveniently forgets the first part. It's just like... Selective reading, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, it is. It's just, but as you give up, as part of the well-regulated militia, I feel like you give that up when you prove that you can't be a member of, like, civil society. The army, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. The domestic violence. Oh, definitely, that that should go without saying. That, that, I'm surprised that wasn't already a thing yeah. across all states, because if you have a criminal conviction, you shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun again. Or yeah, you buy can't vote. If you have a federal criminal conviction, you Yeah, as we've said, it's the same as the age thing. If you can't yeah. vote, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. Yeah. Well, now in um, Walmart and <laughs> Dick's Sporting Goods, nice. Um, you can't buy a firearm if you're a, if you're under twenty one. Good. They've just they've introduced it today. Oh, nice. Right and right. and people are like, oh, they can't do that. And everyone went, well, no, they can. They're private companies. Yeah. They can sell what they want. Like the law says really that they can't sell firearms to anyone under the age of sixteen. Yeah. But they can decide what age. In the same way that the law says they can't sell. In the same way, a club, under a club can deny yeah. eighteen-year-olds. They can say you have to be twenty-one. Yeah. Because they don't want eighteen-year-olds in the club. That's just the yeah. same thing. Yeah, but like, uh, you got to think though. Like de facto, the you know, de facto under sure, like they're yeah. on paper. Yes, they are. That that is a rules in place, but say what in Alabama, Walmart, a kid, a guy yeah. works there, he will not fall. Are they going to ID? No. I but it's but it's there, it's, it's there, there, isn't it? And I feel like that's the main flaw of a gun control in America. But I suppose if you raise people with these laws, then they will not. Yeah. Once this generation has passed, then yeah, people will grow up with that law, and you know, the the majority will start to adhere to it. Yeah. <sighs> right. I thought I thought that would be a um. So that'd be a quick one. I thought that'd be a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll just address there was a, yeah, the final piece of news was that explosion in Leicester, yeah. which was very, um, very sad. I don't know what it, don't know what the cause was yet, but four people. no, we don't know. I think I am my totally uneducated and have nothing to get back this up with. Gas. I think it was judging by what they arrested three people for manslaughter yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think it was. I think the three people are building owners, landlords, mm-hmm. something like that, and it's manslaughter because there was 
there were people living above the shop. It was a it was a like That's a small do, Polish supermarket. A yeah. family dies. Yeah. That makes me think there's a flat. People living above the shop, improperly converted, more people living there than should be. Maybe it was being sublet. The same thing, yeah. Yeah. And there was a gas explosion. Yeah. I think that is probably what makes sense. In terms mm. of also if you see the destruction it's very much localised to yeah. that one house, which again would sort of point towards it, I think, it being gas yeah, more. It's, like, it, it's not going to be an act of terror, is it? No, exactly. It's not, it's not an intentional bombing because that, it's no. not, it's, one, it's not accomplishing anything. And A, and B, they've been convicted of manslaughter, yeah. so there's clearly no premeditation about it, according to oh, the police. No, they've been accused, they've oh, been okay, arrested well, on yeah. suspicion of manslaughter. Okay. Um, but they haven't been arrested on suspicion of no, murder. No, terrorism, murder, first degree, no. whatever, yeah, no. Um, so what did we watch today? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not happy about it, but we watched. Well, we were we were going to watch Mute. Yeah. Which is the um, Paul the Rudd. new film on Netflix with Paul Rudd and oh who the fuck else is in it? Oh Louis Theroux in it. Yeah. No, not Louis Theroux. The other one. Justin Theroux. Yeah. Oh God, are they this, are they brothers? I don't know. I don't know. I assume <laughs> so. Are they not? Um, you Google it. I'll keep talking. Oh yeah. God. So we were going to watch that. We got what we got. Two scenes, no, no two, no, two no. shots in. We got, yeah, we got. We got through the title cards, yeah, no, which was exactly a long credit, and I, and and you just said, just quickly check the Rotten Tomato. You said Rotten Tomatoes, and I corrected you, it's tomato. Yeah. No, all right, <laughs> thanks for doing that. <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> I thought maybe it's one of those Netflix films that everyone likes, you know. Nine um, percent they got on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. so we turned that right off. How Justin through was married to Jennifer Aniston. Wow, okay, yeah. he's definitely not Louis Theroux then. Yeah. According to the Daily Mail, five hours ago, Jennifer Anderson and Justin Theroux both ditched their wedding rings. Oh. Yeah. Can I see a picture of him? That, yeah. Uh, oh, you I would recognise... Is he in Wolf of Wall Street? That no, one. Uh, okay, yeah, I kind of recognise him, fair enough. But um, that's irrelevant now because we watched Cloverfield... Paradox. Mm-hmm. Is it just called Cloverfield? Or is it the Paradox no. Particle? No, no, no. Cloverfield Paradox. The Cloverfield Paradox, right. Yeah, the Cloverfield Paradox. Which was apparently made, nothing to do with Cloverfield, as the second Cloverfield film was, as a completely separate film, but it's been branded with this Cloverfield sub, you know, uh, franchise, which is totally unnecessary because I think the first Cloverfield film is a classic that should be left alone. Yeah. And this kind of... I don't know, um, doesn't, it taints it. Yeah. The second one was alright, you haven't seen it, but they're both kind of films that should have, they, should, they shouldn't be associated with that first film, because yeah. they have nothing to do with it. But yeah, so this film, um, Cloverfield Paradox, is pretty much a prequel yeah. to uh, Cloverfield, we think, because, spoiler alert, it finished, it's been out for weeks now, um, there's a monster at the end. Yeah. That, looks like it should be the Cloverfield monster. But the beauty of the first Cloverfield is that it's always very, like, it holds back showing the monster completely. I've yeah. because of the budget or whatever, but it's so yeah, good it at just kind of, like, building the mystery. It did the... Have you ever seen Trollhunter? No. Oh, that's a good one. We'll have to watch that at some point. Sweet. That's, like... Okay. It's an indie... Norwegian... Oh, my God. Or Swedish film... Right, Hold, um, bear with me, bear with me, right, and it's about, it's like a found footage style thing, oh, yeah, okay. about this group of friends that go out and they go and hunt a troll out in like, 
the I think it's Norway, yeah. Norwegian fjords. And but the suspected troll or a troll's No, no, like the troll universe. exists. This is a universe where there's just trolls. Right. Like they go out troll hunting. But it's it doesn't show it's really low budget because it's like an indie film. But yeah. it's so good at like hinting at the monster but barely even showing it until right at the end. Yeah. Like sort of like Cloverfield, the yeah. first one. So teasing. teasing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It's okay. a really good film. You would enjoy it, I swear. You'll have to you'll have to sit down and once you start it, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, okay. but, um, that's my film recommendation of the day. Okay, Troll thank answer. you, Ben. Cheers. Um, um, listeners, check it out if you fancy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, also yeah, let us know if you enjoy it at weststreetpod.gmail.com. So um, we'd love to hear your feedback. But the, definitely Cloverfield Paradox, the final spoilers, the final scene. It just gives you a full shot of the also, monster, which is really jarring. The monster's really bad. Yeah. It's like video game style. It, like it's, there's nothing really. There's nothing about scary it. about it either. No. It's just big, which is yeah, annoying. Was, but then the thing is, is the film actually the first twenty minutes, yeah. first half hour, very really suspenseful. Yeah. When they when they disappear and they're like, "Where's her?" Yeah, nice tone. Not not just and that. And then she appears scary. in the thing, and we said yeah. like, "It's a bit like Alien, but not as good." Yeah. But obviously nothing else going to be. Part of the reason why it's not as good as Alien is because it's, not it's already been done. Yeah, it's not Alien as well. But he's done it. This oh, he's still confirmed. It has a different spent tone. a lot of time being like, mm. "What is everything? Mm. Why is it? Where's everything going? What's going yeah. on?" The cast works. Yeah. Lot. There's nothing. Just going back to the monster as well at the end, right? They had the opportunity. The monster comes up through the clouds. They had mm. the opportunity to make it mysterious again yeah. and keep up that charade, but they, they just give you everything and then it just ends. Yeah. And you have no just, idea where it's going. And we just looked at each other like, "What was the actual point of that movie?" And you yeah. said, "Well, it sets up." I guess it sets up the first Cloverfield, which is bollocks, because it shouldn't. Because yeah, also I, I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm assuming because so I re- I just googled it now. Yeah, there is it's there's a fourth film coming. That's oh. the third in the franchise, but they all exist in the same universe. They exist in the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, and apparently so there's been three films and a manga comic. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> and that uh, that ties it all together. All right. But that's so the, the manga comic the, is like the supposed bin. to tie it together. Oh god! But the, so the first three, the first three films all take place in the same universe. Yeah. So, I said, the only thing I can understand, I can kind of understand how. Well, the problem is, is this one, it made that space station. Really futuristic. Well, no, but it made it so important as well. Yeah. Like this was the hopes of humanity huge resting device, on the yeah. space station, finding like unlimited energy and Ooh. I sort of why didn't they mention it in the first one yeah and also the in, the f- one, in the first one it's, it's very it's very it's made in 2004 and it feels like it's 2004 yeah. it's a stand and you've got this kind of in in this one it, it does a lot of I, I thought this throughout it does a lot of telling not showing stuff on the yeah it the does so much space yeah. station as well the, the the stuff that he was using to see it all the, yeah it's so futuristic like the, the, the technology is so inconsistent but it does a lot of telling, not showing, and it, it speaks of all these wars going on on yeah. the ground. But then the original Cloverfield, it's just New York on a yeah. random night. No, no one seems to. I mean, like, I don't know. America's not that sheltered from the world. If Germany was at war with Russia, yeah, like they wasn't are. Wasn't that in, this in the film. alternate? Wasn't that in the other world? No, but there's still this tension. There was tensions, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But this is oh, I don't know. No, but I get what you're saying. Well, it definitely feels like they made the first one. The first one was great, so then they kept making them. 
but had nowhere to start, nowhere but to it's, go. It's like, it's not like they took a film and said, this is going to be the Cloverfield sequel, which the second one completely works in that universe, because the second one is people in a bunker, and yeah. he spends all that time in a bunker, yeah. and the mystery of it is basically, is the guy just kidnapping the woman yeah. in this dungeon, and, or, and then she finally gets out, and there's aliens everywhere. Spoiler, sorry. But, so... No, I knew that anyway. So it's like... But it's, so it's well done, and that could work easily in yeah. both these universes. Because it's a bunker, yeah. it's very sheltered, centred on this one small space. And that is, it's, a, it's a good film. Yeah. I liked it, and it's very indie, and, you know, like, based on dialogue, because it's so, like, yeah, yeah. claustrophobic. But this and one's claustrophobic. Like basically one, one set. Yeah, and then the, fr- the third one's just... Oh, it's, not, it's not continuous, it's not... Connect, like there's no connection. Yeah. It just feels like they put three films and said, "Oh, they're all." Yeah, they called the third one, the Cloverfield Paradox. There's no plan here. We probably wouldn't have watched it if, if it, it was called been, the God Particle. Yeah. If it hadn't been called Cloverfield, we went, "Oh well, the first one was really good." Yeah. Like that's it, and like it was made by JJ JJ yeah. Abrams producer. Yeah. So, and it just I don't know, it's annoying because it taints the. There's so many convoluted aspects of this film as well. Like we, the we've accepted the fact that it's part of the Cloverfield franchise now, but yeah. the film is a standalone now. What the fuck? What, what is the moral of it? Yeah, that's what we said. Does yeah, it, I said that. At some you, point you don't. Present. You don't learn it anything. Take you, anywhere. you don't feel anything from it. Yeah. I mean, and also, but like that was, we were for two. Students with a short attention span, we were pretty invested in that film. Yeah, like we sat down and watched it. Just two of us. Yeah, but like, yeah, we watched most of it. Like, I watched the whole thing. We knew what was going on. I wasn't reading anything. I wasn't doing anything else. Like, I was watching the whole thing. I still walked away from it. Like, really not invested in the characters. Kind of calling them a bit silly for doing silly things. Yeah, not being fully like, not being fully invested in it, which isn't great filmmaking in my opinion. Yeah, they had an hour and a half. Yeah. Sorry. They had an hour. They had an hour and a half to make you be invested in these characters and tell a story, and they didn't really do that. No. Like, but I thought the first twenty minutes, half an hour, were really good. Yeah, they said well, well, I knew what was going horror. on. You're, you're on the spaceship, and things are going wrong, and you don't. Yeah, know and the cast, and you kind of yeah, care for them because they're a good cast. They're more like the multicultural yeah. cast, so you like that. There's there's good they, interactions. They set up the cast quite yeah, well. and also the exposition they do of just what's going on. I knew exactly what was going yeah, on. Yeah, they did yeah. that quite well as well. But like. And like, but like when the when the blonde one when she appeared in the wall, yeah, I thought it was sick. Yeah, I mean it was it was also like fucking that's very intense. Brutal, yeah. But like that was really sick, and then it but it, it was all down this mystery. Like, and I like I liked her as like the character, the plot device that just kind of she kind of pits people against each other, yeah. and then in the alternate universe, like Schmidt's she's a writing spy. her universe, but yeah. not in this one. I like the Chris O'Dowd character yeah. being sensible enough to go and re- seal up all the panels yeah. after she appears. He's great he... until he loses his arm, yeah. which is stupid. Yeah, losing you know, his arm, that just happens. The, the weird... And the you're weird, baffled by that. The weird... The, yeah. the thing that got me with that is like... So the girl appearing in the in the wiring, Yeah. I can accept that because I feel like this is what happens when they're two universes when just, merge. When just merge, yeah. yeah? Right. The, the Russian guy. Yeah, what the fuck? That was weird. That was so weird. That was, was, and that didn't make any sense. It was great until or, the reveal, because we were getting freaked out by him looking at the mirror and yeah, something inside him. Yeah, because then he talking to the mirror. Now, my, the only thing I can come up with for why he did that was, was he talking to his parallel universe yeah. self? 
but uh, again, no reason really stretching it. Yeah. But then the worms being everywhere and the gyroscope thing being inside him, that Don't didn't make that. any sense. Because well, that, why would he not... Yeah, exactly. How could he get inside Yeah, him? it didn't move anywhere. Because the, the woman, but, the girl was impaled on those wires. Yeah. But he, they just appear in him, the worms. appeared in him, yeah. Like, the girl was impaled on the wires, and I'm saying that's because she was, like, transported. But then the other one was his arm. Yeah. That, it moved around in the fucking wall. Why? Why? Yeah, he drew. Why? It told them. It also told it worked, them to yeah. open. Like. So it's as if. So that maybe. Maybe it was fashioned by the aliens, and it, they kind of set up this trap. I don't know, but why would, why but, would they do the arm thing? Why yeah. would they send a message? Yeah, this. Oh, this film hurts my brain. But also, like the aliens in Cloverfield don't seem like that kind of alien. No, they just like seem like destructive, yeah. mindless alien, which is great. They just destroy New yeah. York, throw the statue no, it it down the street. Yeah, I don't. Uh... As you can see, we have at best mixed feelings about this. Yeah. Great caster. Yeah. I liked the the woman who killed her own kids, and then she she killed well, them. not on purpose. Her, yeah, but her own her. She installed a power cell yeah. in their house and that like exploded and killed the kids. And yeah. then she and I felt some emotion when she basically sent that message to her parallel self saying, you yeah, know, take the kids out, that hug I them, kiss was them. But when she was like, Oh, I'm gonna go and see them I But that's maybe that, that that's that's a complete that's a perfectly human reaction. I possibly. think I would have questioned it if she hadn't thought about that. Yeah, if she hadn't thought about it, but Imagine if someone's like died and those aren't her kids. No, they're not. But no. and she's down there. But if your if your state of mind is in this kind of, I mean, yeah. To be fair, like, if we're in this universe, then we have to also accept that a lot of very fucked up things yeah, have recently and happened. If, and you, so perhaps that's not the that's not the most that's the not, not the most obscene thing about yeah, this film. Exactly. I like we're the doing the top ten most unrealistic moments that put Cloverfield paradox. Yeah, that's not gonna crack it. <laughs> I really like the Brazilian character. He didn't do anything stupid. He was just and and the captain. I liked him. He was yeah. Noble, the Chinese one. She was good. Chinese. Yeah, she she was Japanese, wasn't she? No, she was Chinese. Was she? She had a red flag on her arm. Oh shit! I thought it was a what? I, I saw that as a Japanese flag. I'm sorry. God, that's poor. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, and I liked the guy who plays um, Nicky Lauda. Mm. What's his name? Daniel Brawl. That's it. He's good. He survives as well, so funnily enough. Like, yeah, and then they got to the point where I was so numb to this film that the the end action sequence where the blonde woman yeah is fighting trying to is trying to shoot them, and I was just like, I don't care no, whatever yeah. happens now. Like, that's a good point. What happened to the Chris O'Dell character? He died. How does he die? Did he get? I don't know, maybe his arm killed him. Maybe he got strangled by his own arm. We can't oh, who knows? I'm not going back and watching no. it. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this film's actually made me speechless. Like, normal, there's nothing There's nothing to really, like, dissect from it. I mean, more of the story is it's probably not worth watching. No, Go watch Troll Hunter. Yeah, watch Troll Hunter, guys. Just, yeah, fuck this film in general. But... I just felt so dis- disconnected from the, the earth as well. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't care if they save or not. This is not... And I get it, it's realistic. Yeah, there'll, there'll be an energy crisis, but we're not going to solve it by sending a collider in space. Yeah. Very um, weird. Yeah, so... Um, I'm just going to... Yeah, bad yes. film. Yeah.
not bad, just sort of like just below average. It makes it feel a bit empty after watching it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've all been there. Uh, let's just pff, North South Wilds back because we have something to talk about. So if you're a fan of that segment, here it is. Let's go. Ben, is it cold outside? Yes. No. Fucking cold. Argue. Absolutely freezing. Literally anything below about five degrees Celsius is cold for me. Because I'm a soft southerner. I mean, I appreciate it's a bit chilly, but come on. I wear. Yeah, you have four layers on. I have a t-shirt, some pyjama bottles. T-shirt, skiing fleece, gilet, big extra large jumper. And I'm actually still cold. I'm sitting here right now and I'm actually cold. Yeah, it's pretty cold. I can see the... And this room is warm as well because yeah. I've had the heater on. Quite a lot. Sorry, electricity bills. Yeah, it's fine. We pay them. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It blends in because we're on the bottom floor, so it no, just yeah, needs exactly. to blame it on the TV. But also, it felt, it, the heat filters upwards. Yeah. So Absolutely. you're welcome, people above us. Yeah. God, we do have a favour. Yeah. We create the heat, send the... But yeah, so yeah, it's cold. It is cold. I don't even know why I tried playing devil's advocate. I'm I can keep it colder than you are. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know why, because I'm quite susceptible to the cold sometimes. But I haven't been outside today. Maybe been outside a few times. Yeah, lots of times. <laughs> Not even depressing. Wasn't that warm in spoons earlier. Well, you know it's bad when that happens. Yeah. Mm. It's because there's a lot of doors in that spoons. Were you in the last player? Airy spoons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. If we, if you're around the corner, where you, you were sat near the doors. No, we weren't. We were on the booth. Still near next to the window, then. Yeah, that's probably what it was. That's where that's where you lost it, mate. I'm afraid. <laughs> not gonna sugarcoat it for you. All right then, let's move on. But yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> I had this basement battles idea just from what you're wearing because you look like Joey when he puts on about five jumpers. <laughs> and we've watched a lot of Friends this week because somehow our house got Comedy Central. Yeah, we literally, we have no idea how, but Comedy Central has just now been included. It's appeared on our, v- on our Virgin box, yeah. so we're not going to complain. I bet if we get charged for that. Oh my God. It's been worth it. Oh, I have It'll be to, like, I'm doing the bills tomorrow anyway, so I'll double check that we're not being charged for it. It, it, it. I don't know how, unless some idiot has been dicking around with a remote and bought an extra package. Andy McKee. Andy, yeah. He would, he'd see Friends is on and he'd lose his mind. He'd do, do a little run hey, around. Hey, 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 I've got Friends, yeah. guys. <laughs> is this about me? <laughs> right, let's make the Friends cast fire. Who yeah. goes, who dies first? Rachel. Mm. No, Chandler dies first because he's the we- he's the second weakest. Ross. Ah, Ross has got, Ross has been mm, Yeah, but you ate my sandwich? Yeah, he's, he's an angry man as well. I can see him losing his shit. Right, I think Chandler goes because no one wants to kill Rachel. Yeah, yeah no, that's fair. Rachel will die pretty Why would you want to go anywhere near Rachel? So, Other than, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll just skirt over that. Um, so, <laughs> right, save so the record. Joey and Ross, they're all identifying each other as, like, as yeah. friends, aren't they? So they, they're, they're, they're trying to kill each other here. Joey and Ross take Chandler out. Yeah. And then Monica kills Monica and Phoebe kill Rachel, and yeah. I don't know who wins after that for. Monica beats Phoebe. Joey beats Ross. Monica beats Joey. Yeah, Joey's too naive. Yeah. When he's too chivalrous. Yeah. yeah, Monica. The only reason Monica wouldn't win is if she had to kill Ross, but then I don't know. She still probably would kill Ross. Mm. Look, people people think Ross is a bad bloke now. Have you seen the millennial? millennial oh, I don't, like this. I don't like this. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm just of like, this. We'll Every stop. time we watch Friends, I'm ready for like someone to start like 
shit talking friends and then I just want to be like get out yeah like, stop like, stop yeah you're, just you're get... going too far now don't go don't go near our friends just right, yeah, take just the big cr- bang theory and be people. done with it yeah criticise a big bang theory and that young Sheldon that looks God, shit God. I want to I haven't even watched it I haven't watched it I've seen the trailer just every time that, yeah. I just want to oh, I don't know I if only we could not pay our TV license and not get it, but it's yeah. not a BBC show, so. Oh well, right. Let's just wrap it up there. Um, I tweet think so. us at the West Street Pod. Email us at West Street Pod if we at gmail dot com if we've, you know. Anything you want to say yeah, to us? If, yeah. If we're interested, in, if we're shit, tell us we're shit. Um, yeah, just just drop us some. <laughs> yeah, we like to hear. So, um, I've been Matt Taylor. I continue to be Ben McMullen. And uh, as usual, we've been the West Street Podcast. And we're we're sorry. sorry.